Broncos are in the past, but there's some lingering effects. Raiders are up next to close out the season and take a look at the postseason. But one specific thing happened on Monday night that affects not just Chiefs Kingdom, but a lot of players around the league. We're going to talk about that today with Matt Derrick from ChiefsDigest.com on the Chiefs Beat. Welcome to Locked On Chiefs. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. This is Locked On Chiefs, part of your Locked On Podcast Network. You can find another show uh, here, maybe on the draft, because I'm doing that as well. Thanks for making us your first listen. Check that one out next. We're brought to you today by Ultimate GM. We'll tell you more about that here coming up. But Matt Derrick from Chiefs Digest is here, and we need to get taking a look at not only where the Chiefs are right now, uh, some interesting injuries, some things that have to go on, questions about the roster going into this last regular season game. We have to prepare for that as well. But a unique thing happened on Monday Night Football. I haven't discussed it here on the channel yet. want to get Matt's input because this was a game on Monday night uh, between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills that greatly affects the Kansas City Chiefs and their future here in the near term. This was a significant injury, life-threatening to DeMar Hamilton that we all saw on, on Monday Night Football. Uh, a lot of questions surround that, Matt. But just when you take take a step back today and you look at this injury and how how significantly rare it is, where does that reset your expectations for those teams' focus and what that means to the league to have a player in such dire straits? Yeah, obviously, this is it's a very somber moment around the league. Everybody around the league has kind of taken a, a deep breath today. And Tuesdays are normally an off day around the league. It's the player's day off. The The Chiefs were not scheduled to have a day off solely because they're playing a game on Saturday that moves the schedule up. So they were one of a handful of teams that were planning on being at work on, on Tuesday. And most of them, you know, did continue to work, but around the league, there was a lot of reflection, a, a lot of uh, just thinking about situations. And, you know, I don't think we're at a point yet where anyone is really digging into any aftermaths for the most part. I mean, at this point, I, th I think there's just a lot of prayers and thoughts for Demar Hamilton and for the Bills and everybody that's involved with this, because you're right. I mean, this is not something that happens every day. It's a, a very unique situation. It's something that hasn't happened in the NFL in a long, long time. And, you know, I think that everybody's just one grateful that it got handled as well as it did by everybody involved. It's been a much worse situation. Everybody's hoping that Hamlin pulls through this. Um, but right now, I mean, you know, we're in the 20, first 24 hours still. And, and that's where I think everybody's just kind of processing it and figuring out where things are. And, you know, we're getting to the point. I mean, the NFL has had to deal with, obviously, the immediate aftermaths. And, and somebody has to worry about, for lack of a better phrase, you know, making the trains run. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, there are people who have to worry about the schedule and what's going to happen. At this point, the, the league is, has said that that game is not going to be finished this week. We'll see what happens. And right now, week 18 is scheduled to go on as planned, which means the Chiefs, 3.30 Central Time, would be playing in Las Vegas. And and the Chiefs started on Tuesday preparing for that, although with pretty heavy hearts. I, I can only imagine. Um, now, now, folks, we haven't gotten too much into the, the injury itself, uh, the process, et cetera. I'm going to do a special episode that will be released right about the same time as this one. For those of you who don't care to hear about that and just want to focus on the Chiefs, I'm splitting into two episodes so you can just focus on here because – that delay is what affects the Chiefs. It, it is a couple of scenarios here of they push, they're not going to play this game. I think that's the right decision by the NFL, by the way. Uh, I'm sure the NFLPA had some input into that as well. 
that leaves them a game short. There is a possibility that they try to replay this game somewhere. There is also the possibility that they just say, hey, it's it's in the ether. It's gone. That is just a 16-game season for both the Bengals and the Bills. Do you see any either of those scenarios that is a better scenario for what is equality across the league between all these teams that the Chiefs are going to be right in the thick of? Yeah, I mean, at this point, the NFL, other than just saying the game will not be completed this week, hasn't taken anything off the table. So there are other options, and and, and we know the, the NFL is – Built on having backup plans and redundancies. So it's not like they haven't considered the possibility that, you know, not this exact situation, but other situations might cause an alteration to the schedule. And, and obviously the league has had to deal with a lot of that in the last couple of years and have, have gotten used to it. So, you know, if there were something that prompted this to change, but I, I think they're prepared to do it, but let's deal with the, the simplest scenario. I mean, and it's not a great scenario for the Chiefs fans, but if the Chiefs lose on Saturday and the Bengals win on Sunday, not on Sunday night, that game between the Bengals and the Bills doesn't have the same meaning that it had on Monday night. Because at that point, um, the Bills, regardless of the outcome on Sunday, would have the number one seed in the AFC. The Bengals would win the AFC North and no other playoff you know, implications would be impacted. So I think that's what the NFL is waiting to see what happens see you know what the outcome of this weekend's games are and if that bills Bengals game has any impact if it has an impact then that's probably where you're going to go start going into plan b and plan c scenarios and probably d e and f i mean there's a lot of different options ranging from not playing the game to squeezing the game you know replaying it in some form picking up where it was left off um, you know, they're not ideal scenarios in any case. And a lot of it's going to depend on the bills because they're the team that's most impacted by this, you know, as far as short schedules and, and clearly just dealing with the aftermath and the shock of all this. Yes. We, we wait for a medical update that has not happened. We'll let you know here across the entire network when that does happen. But for the Kansas city chiefs, it is now about taking care of what's in front of you. That does become the Las Vegas Raiders here, but there's still some hangover from this last ball game against the Denver Broncos. We're going to touch on injuries, who's in, who's out, what we can expect coming up right after this. A word from our friends over at Ultimate GM. We are really pumped about our new partner and sponsor today's episode, Ultimate Football GM, the mobile game. I know you've dreamed of being a GM before. This lets you do it. Hiring the right coaches, coordinators, trading players, making draft picks, navigating through free agency. It's all included. It's challenging. It's realistic. And you can get into it now. There's no limit. You can play 30, 40 seasons if you want. And right now, our listeners get 100% free boost when they sign up for their franchise with our promo code locked on. It lets you be the ultimate GM. That's what it's for. You go to their game store. You use our code locked on to make sure that you get it. Download the game. It's ultimate-gm.com, or you can look it up on the app stores, whichever you prefer. It's ultimate-gm.com. That's where you can start your dynasty today. I'd like to start a dynasty. I would like to be here amongst all the viewers. There's a lot that goes into that, and one of them is understanding updates and understanding where everyone's at. Three, possibly four, fairly significant injuries in this last ball game. Honestly, 
I feel like the Chiefs have dodged a lot of bullets this season without having significant injuries. Uh, what we found out today, Matt, and you were there, um, just brief overview, no Legereus Sneed, but had, uh, was it Sky out there but without a helmet? Correct. So 2D was yep. limited, correct? That is right. Okay. Nick Bolton was a full go as well, right? He was. Yeah, he had he, he had the rib injury from Sunday, but he was a full go. I'm a little relieved by that lineup, I have to tell you. I was more concerned about the injury to Tooney in terms of this next ball game and certainly the postseason than I was for Snead. Where do you stand on those two and how do you react to both? Yeah, I, I, I was kind of worried about both of them. Um, the fact that Legereus returned to the game, at least on Sunday, was a good indication. Um, obviously, the fact that, that Joe tried to return and had to leave again was was a was a bad indicator. Um, but him being in the field on Tuesday certainly suggests that, that at least the MRI was positive, that there wasn't any further damage. This was the same ankle that, that kept him out of two games earlier. It got re-injured again, so that was just the concern. They wanted to make sure that there wasn't any further extensive damage. It's still something that, that Joe Tooney is going to have to deal with, but this is one of the tougher guys in the league. Um, doesn't you, can't, you have to pull Joe Tooney off the field, so you know he's going to try and play. But I would expect, um, with him being limited, we'll see how the rest of the week goes. Wouldn't surprise me if the Chiefs didn't play him this week, just because you know they feel pretty good with Nick Allegretti as a backup. And if you can give Joe Tooney time for that ankle to heal for the postseason, absolutely. Um, fact that Legereus Sneed wasn't on the field at all in any form, um, usually an neck indication would be that he's getting treatment on that hip. So they're probably trying to get him, you know, to a point where maybe he can play this week. Again, I mean, the same situation with Tooney, and, and I would put Sky Moore in this position, as as much as the Chiefs want to win this game, they're more focused on making sure those guys are healthy for the postseason. So I, I, honestly, it would surprise me if any of these three guys played this week. Um, we'll see how the, the rest of the week goes in the progression. I mean, Nick Bolton, I think, is going to play no problem. I mean, he, he obviously left the game for one play and came back. Um, it's probably, you know, giving him some pain, but obviously isn't anything that's significant. The only real thing that I, I think is probably worth noting this week from a rest and recovery standpoint for the Chiefs is that they're planning pretty light practices. You know, today was, uh, you know, what they would normally do during an in-season Wednesday. No helmets, no pads, just a 90-minute practice. And on top of that, you know, Andy Reid adopted, adapted the schedule this week. So usually the players have a full day at the facility. They come in, they have meetings, they do a walkthrough, they have lunch, and then they have practice, then more meetings. This week they're condensing it down. So they're coming in, they're getting their meetings in, they're having a walkthrough, then they're going straight into practice, back-to-back, -back, no break. And then they're having some quick meetings and trying to get these guys out of the building because they wanted to get as much rest this week as possible. So they're trying to get these guys. They're doing the, the prep work that they need, the meeting work that they need to get ready for the Raiders. But they're going to do another quick practice and a light practice on, on Wednesday, a usual fast Friday on Thursday. Um, but there's not going to be a lot of, you know, there's not doing a lot of work at most of the prep work that honestly they're doing this week for the Raiders is in the meeting room. Mm hmm. That makes perfect sense, I, especially given these these injuries. You want to let those heal up and keep his little bit. You need to get a little bit of walkthrough, get your blood moving, but you don't want to put any kind of stress on these bodies right now as they look to finish up the regular season. Now, that said, before we move ahead and look at the Raiders, I want to talk about mentally what this last ball game does for you. I, I don't know if you got to talk to any of the players today. Uh, I don't think there was an availability that got canceled, right? But just right. as you take a step back from post game to now, 
the Denver Broncos gave you more of a game than maybe you expected. They looked like they were more – I can't say they weren't well-prepared before. I honestly don't know. But they felt like they were better prepared for the Kansas City Chiefs in this ball game. It felt like they gave them more than they expected. What does that do for you when you're in this position, you're trying to finish out the regular season, quite frankly, and just get your wins and get on to the postseason? Does this give a, a, a start – to the Kansas City Chiefs? Does it give them a little bit more pause? Does it bring them into Las Vegas with a little bit more respect for a team in dire straits? I feel like, the you know, from talking to the players after the game, and, and you're right, we, we didn't get to talk to them uh, on Tuesday because of the, the lack of a media availability. Um, so there wasn't, wasn't any locker room or anything of that open today. Uh, but I really got the sense from talking to the players after the game on, on Sunday that I think there was probably a lot more confidence in that locker room than there was amongst the fans, because even though it was a close game, I think that once again, it, the feeling was that the Chiefs felt that the reason it was a close game was because they made some mistakes, that if they clean up those mistakes, that wasn't a close game. And they're confident in their ability to clean up those mistakes. I think they also felt you know, the fact that the Broncos gave them a, big, a good effort. I mean, this wasn't a Broncos team with a, an interim head coach that phoned it in. That was a fiery team out there. I mean, you could see it. I mean, they, they were they were giving it their all. And so the Chiefs felt like in a situation like this where, once again, we've talked about the fact that you're the Kansas City Chiefs and you've got a bullet on your back and a target on your back 16, 17 games out of the year. You can't match the opponent's energy every single week. And I certainly didn't expect them to be able to match the Broncos' energy if the, if the Broncos showed up, fired up, ready to you know put some of the bad taste of the season behind them. And they didn't, but... The Chiefs had an effort that still won the game, and frankly, you know, you 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 make one or two less mistakes, and this is not a close game. This is a this is a easily a you know two score victory for the Chiefs. Well, hopefully that carries over into this week. On the backside of this, folks, we're going to talk about the Las Vegas Raiders, another team going through some tough times, making changes, another team that's a wounded animal for the Chiefs to face before they sort out what their postseason path will be. We'll get to that after this with a friend from. A note from our friends at LinkedIn. We're brought to you today by LinkedIn Jobs. And as a small business owner like myself, you know that hiring gets you the success by getting the team members that you need to help you move on with where you're going. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find that quickly and effectively get the qualified candidates to your job openings with targeting tools. You can go beyond the resume data and actually get into the job posts and the candidates that best qualify to match them right away. Super easy. It makes Posting and screening, just as easy as rating the applicants based on their qualifications. And it's all in one platform. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster, easier, and in a way that lets you get everything done you need. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL. You can post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Obviously, there are a lot of questions uh, around Chiefs Kingdom and around this ball game to finish out the regular season. One thing that I am pretty sure of is we're not going to see Derek Carr anymore. Uh, I don't know that we're going to see Derek Carr in Raiders uniform ever again. I do expect him to be traded in the offseason. Does that alone catch you by surprise, Matt? (sighs) 
I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't, um, you know, certainly after with the, with the deal that he has, you know, you would have thought that, and, and especially with the moves that they made, that Derek Carr was their guy for a while. I mean, go, even going out and getting Devontae Adams seemed to be a suggestion that Derek Carr was going to be their quarterback for a while, but you're right. I mean, sitting him these last two games is a clear indication that they don't want to guarantee uh, any more money than they have to, and they want to keep their options open. And if that's the case, I mean, you got to, you know, at least consider the notion that Derek won't be back with this team. And then when you see this this group go out and give the effort that they did against the 49ers this past week, get one of the hottest teams in the league and do what they did, that's pretty good indication too that they might be thinking about a different direction that, you know, and feel like, hey, if, if Jared Stidham can come in and, and deliver that kind of performance, then maybe the problem's been Derek Carr this year. Um, it's hard to tell with the Raiders and what direction they're going. They've got a lot of problems, and I think it goes beyond the quarterback. But – that's clearly one of the things you have to get right. And if they don't feel like it's right, they're going to make a change. Uh, and kudos to them. If we're the Chiefs, I would say the same thing. And folks, I'll have a couple of ideas about the direction they should go in over on NFL33.com this week. Make sure you go get subbed over there. Um, I think it'll be a shame to see Tom Brady in a Raiders uniform so the Chiefs have to play him twice a year. But I think it could be coming. Just going to tell you. Uh, that said, it is Jared Stidham this week and this season. Again, a team going through changes, but still has has some players that can make an impact. Darren Waller's back for them. Uh, Devontae Adams is still Devontae Adams. Let's be real. Uh, he, he has not slowed down record-setting season for the Raiders in a franchise that has some of the greatest ever, Tim Brown. I mean, let's let's be real. Are the Chiefs, in particular, in the secondary, after that performance in Denver, are they ready for this? Do you feel confident that the the trio, especially if Snead can't go, is ready to play this ballgame? Yeah, I mean, to me, it's it's another one of those questions about just, you know, hey, what kind of effort are you going to get from this team this week? And week 18, the last week of the season, is always a, a little bit questionable. I mean, about, you know, who's going to show up and how teams are going to approach it. Um, when your team that's out of it, this is your last chance that if you want to evaluate some young players and give some guys a chance, this is your last chance to do it. If you've got some guys that are ailing and the, the Raiders have some guys that are ailing, um, they did not practice on Tuesday. So they only gave an estimated practice report, but Josh Jacobs was limited. Uh, Devontae Adams was limited with an illness. Jarrett Stidham was, was limited with a right elbow injury. Um, the only thing that makes me think, I mean, remember Josh Jacobs is in the same spot that Kareem Hunt was a few years ago for the Chiefs when that, that Mahomes' first game in Denver, he was going for a rushing title. <laughs> and the Chiefs let him play that game to make sure he got the rushing title. So Josh Jacobs, I mean, might be in the same situation. Maybe the, the, the Raiders might play him just to make sure that he, he gets that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's the, the kind of things that you take into consideration. And if the Raiders, I, I would just fully expect them to probably try and give a lot, a little bit more young guys some chances. Um, it's going to be depending on, you know, what's kind of it. But the other part of it, too, and I hate to have to bring in the original conversation that we had to start the show, mm-hmm. but... I, I would expect that you're probably going to see a low energy performance around the league this week. I'm not sure everybody's hearts are going to be in it, you know, with what's going on with Demar Hamilton. So especially for the last game of the season, I mean, there's a lot of guys who who see the end of the grind, and even though the Chiefs have some more games to play, Raiders don't. So, you know, this is this is just going to be mop up work for them. Um, we'll see, you know, what kind of performance we get. I fully expect that the Chiefs aren't really going to arrest too many people. I mean, like I said, I, th- I think some of the guys who are truly injured right now that could benefit from a week off probably won't play. 
but it's not like the Chiefs are going to be benching Mahomes or, or Kelsey or anybody else this week. I mean, I, I think they're going to go out there and they're going to try and get the number one seed if they can. Yeah, and, and that's what it comes down to. It does take a win this week to give yourself a shot at that, no matter what the league decides about the two other teams that are competing for that top seed. I, I, I could be wrong, but I think there's a scenario that I read if everything falls the right way, it could even be the Bengals that secure that first seed, right? If the Chiefs and the Bills lose in Week 18, is that correct? Yeah, I suppose. I think you're right. There is a there's an outside scenario where the Bills, the Bengals, could pull that off. Exactly. So it, it's all still on the table for for those two teams that are dealing with this the fallout of this game. I agree with you. I think the whole league uh, across every roster is going to be a, a bit down, a bit with ah, a bit bewildered. Hopefully we get some good news before that, and maybe that gives everybody a lift as well as DeMar himself. So we're hoping for that. Long story short, given all this turmoil, all this this distraction, how do you feel that the Chiefs are set up to, to accomplish their goal and close out this season with a win? I think they're in pretty good position. I mean, I, I, I'm not certain what kind of effort the Raiders are going to bring this week. I mean, I think it's always questionable in these, these end-of-week scenarios. And if the Chiefs were in a position where they didn't have to win this week and they weren't playing first up, then I, I think there'd be a chance that they could be nipped. I mean, we've seen it before when the Chiefs have had that final game that doesn't mean anything and that they've gone to the backups that they don't perform very well. So, and I would, I probably expect them to lose in that scenario. But in this case, uh, with so much on the line riding it, I I think they want to go out and put together one more solid performance, even though I think they're going to be missing a couple of key guys. I think they still want to go out, put together a sharp performance offensively and defensively. They got some things to to figure out too on the special team side. So I I think they want to, you know, put together a mistake free game, even if it doesn't have to be flashy, you know. Don't need to put out your best stuff out there. It can still be a pretty vanilla game plan. But I think they just want to go out and execute well. And in a game like this, and you got these two rosters where they are, if the Chiefs execute well, the Raiders aren't beating them. So it may not be the game that you always want to see. It may not be a, a, a runaway victory, but I think the Chiefs will have will put this one away. I, I just hope for a nice, efficient game. Keep the clock running. Don't have incompletes. Don't run out of bounds. Uh, run the ball some. Let, let's get as few plays as possible to get through this ball game. That's my personal choice, folks. If you want more from around the league, Demar Hamilton, I'm sorry, Demar Hamlin, anywhere, any team, check out Locked on NFL. We do this game-to-game thing where you get a minute recap from everybody in the league all in one feed. It's on Locked on NFL. Check them out on YouTube and anywhere you get podcasts. Matt, for me, going away from this, it is a somber note, like you said, but it is hopefully something that gets resolved in a positive way and the Chiefs can, can move on. Because this is right now, I think, a, a, a tumultuous time for everybody looking towards the postseason. And the last question I have for you is specifically, knowing that this is up and down and there are questions here, it's not a normal transition from end of regular season to postseason. Does the volume of rookie snaps that have to be placed onto this roster, the, the volume of guys getting starting gigs as rookies, does that bother you or give you any more concern about an atypical end of the regular season? Yeah, I think it's a great question and certainly consideration with this team. I would normally say that it's a concern and, and you do worry. I mean, it's the, you know, just because guys have performed in the, in the regular season and this rookie class, let's face it, has performed extremely well in the regular season. You still don't know what it's going to be like when the lights are on in January. Uh, you know, that's that's another test. So I would say I don't necessarily have a lot of concerns. I have some questions. I have some curiosities to see how they're going to deal with it. Um, but, you know, this year to me, 
I feel like if anytime that you're going to have 11 rookies on your roster, even if you're a team like the Chiefs that have Mahomes, you know, this may not have been a rebuilding year. Maybe it wasn't a retooling year, but it was a tweaking year. And if you've got 11 rookies on the roster, you don't necessarily have to believe that you were had some sort of destiny to be Super Bowl champions. But the Chiefs have put themselves into that spot and the rookies have been a part of it. So. I think the Chiefs are fortunate to be in the spot that they are with as many rookies as they've have had to play and they've had to go to. These guys are going to get another test this week, you know, especially if, you know, Legarius Sneed doesn't play. We're going to learn a lot about that young secondary this week. Um, I, I'm interested to see how they play. I think they're going to hold up to it. And if they do, this could be a really interesting postseason run for the Chiefs. Yeah, I think it's all about to get started here, folks. We are going to have inside intel on the Raiders here tomorrow. And Chris and I will be back on Friday for our predictions. All the key matchups you need to know about and the stats that actually matter. Make sure you hit those. We are five days a week, remember. If you would like to get subbed on YouTube and you'd like to see us have these conversations, that definitely helps. I know a lot of you guys love the audio, but hey, you can get a look every now and then. That's over on YouTube. Like and sub over there. Thanks for all of your time today. And Matt, thanks for setting us straight. As always, take care, everybody. Have a great day, folks. We'll talk to you tomorrow.